the, the technology itself shouldn't be the thing that we're pushing. And I want you to tell me why you want that specific software. So once you understand the business needs and how the business works, that's when the MSP or the technology service provider will go in and say, you know what, for your particular case, you should be using this. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today at Victor Calabrese of Deathside. Victor, it's great to have you on the show. Awesome to be here. Yeah, super excited to have you on. And before we jump to the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Victor so you can hear about some of the awesome things that he's working on. And proven problem solver, uncanny ability to connect with people. He executes and gets results through continuous learning, health and fitness, and an emotionally balanced life. Victor strives to be the best version of himself in order to provide leadership and long-term improvements for his employees, clients, family, and friends. He is an agile, quality-focused operational driver, critical thinker, and primary tech leader credited with automating hundreds of business processes. And being a strategically focused executive that values security, Victor has helped companies mitigate risk while improving efficiencies by leveraging the right technology. Most companies don't even know how vulnerable they are, or they can improve many of their processes by leveraging the right tech. So that's why Victor's here. So Victor is super excited to have you on. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, let's make it happen then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Yeah, man. So I started back, uh, It's every time somebody asks me this, I, it keeps getting one year more, right? So it's <laughs> it's it's been 26 years uh, that I've been in the IT game. Um, I started back on, 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 believe it or not, a construction trailer. Um, that's how I got started, back before servers were a thing in an office suite. Um, I was working for my dad. My dad's always been in construction. Uh, and back when I started, I got out of school. So I was a little more tech savvy than most of the people that are out there. And they just started getting servers on at, at, at offices. So being in construction, offices are trailers. You know, you put them on site, you have a trailer, and they got the server and nobody knew what to do with it, right? So they would set it up, it would break, it would come online, it would be offline. So me being the young kid was kind of a little bit into the technology stuff. I started playing with it and I kind of fell in love with it. And that's how my entire technology career started. And I just started learning more and more and more. Um, I became a tech uh, at that point. I started doing a lot more technology oriented uh, uh, stuff, but I was also always enamorated with the business world, right? So I love business. I love business operations. I love the financial aspect. Um, so after I finished my master's in information systems management, I went back and got my MBA. And with the marriage of those two degrees, I was able to start my executive leadership uh, career in the IT industry. Nice. I absolutely love that. And, and definitely to hear, you know, your beginning is 26 years. So it sounds like you're just getting started, just scratching the surface, so to speak. And um, it kind of reminded me a lot. I don't know if you ever heard of uh, Mark Cuban's um, story of how he started, but he, I think he worked in electronics a store. And he always said people would come in and ask questions. No one knew the questions, the answers to the questions, but he would always read the manual. So because he read the manual, it put him so much farther ahead than everybody else. And he ended up being that go-to person largely because he 
he fell in love with it and he did those extra things that helped him to be that kind of go-to person. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, he's not the only one that has that same story. So like continuous learning is a huge thing for me. That's one of my, my pillars, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm writing a book and one of the things that that's in that book is continuous learning, right? You should never stop learning. Uh, on multiple for multiple reasons. One's for, for for what you're talking about, right? Being able to grab that knowledge and be able to access it as, as things come up. But the other side of it is all of the, that neuroplasticity that happens in the brain, right? So as long as you're learning, you're not aging as quickly. Uh, so one of the things that I keep telling people is like, you don't want to die early, just keep learning. Yeah, there you go. That's the, that's the key to the Benjamin Button, right? To be able to kind of lean into that. But I I think it's so huge because I almost feel like, and I don't know if you feel the same way, that um, there's a art to learning how to learn as well, too. So it's almost as if once you start to continuously learn new things, continue to kind of scratch the surface and get better, it helps you to kind of learn how to do other things sometimes that we aren't really as natural in doing because you kind of learn the art of learning, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And there's different ways. People are, there's different types of learners, right? There's auditory, there's visual, there's people that have to experientially learn. So you have to learn what type of learner you are. And then you're absolutely right. You go and you learn something new, something that you may not like. And, and you know how many books I've started that I just never finished, right? And that's okay. You just start, you go through it and maybe something that you love. There's other stuff that I just fell into that I love. And I'm like, wow, I want to learn more about this kind of uh, this topic. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. Just keep learning whatever it is. You'll find the stuff that excites you and the stuff that just turns you off. And you just kind of walk away or just keep going. Yeah, absolutely. Something that we didn't we didn't learn from school that you can actually take a book, read it and realize it's not for you and put it down and actually try and find ultimately like what is your thing. So absolutely love that you've been able to do that. And, and you mentioned, you know, being able to kind of, you know, get your MBA, get your, uh, your, your, um, your master's in, um, in technology as well too. And I almost feel like those two worlds are starting to, to kind of um, merge together where um, you always hear that you're the business that does technology or this business that does technology. It's not that these are two separate worlds. So I imagine that's a lot of what you kind of help out clients with. So I wanted to drill down more here a little bit more about what you're doing at that side, how you're making that impact that the clients you work with. Yeah. Yeah. And it's actually, that's a, that's a really great point. So, so one of the reasons why we started that side, because we had another company, another MSP um, back in the day that we ended up selling in 2016. It was more of a traditional MSP where they focus more on the technology. They actually separate the need of business with technology, as, as you had pointed out, because one of the biggest things that they used to say there is let us concentrate on the technology so that you could concentrate on what you do best, your business, right? Well, you're absolutely right. I saw it after we exited that business. I saw that that technology uh, uh, scheme has changed. You can't separate business from technology anymore. It's actually one of the reasons why we built that side. That side has a very big focus on business needs, procedural needs, and the technology that would best fit or best serve that need. So we bring those two together. So I can talk business with a, uh, a CEO or COO, an executive leader, and actually say, tell me about the business points. Don't worry about technology. Technology we'll talk about later. But talk to me about the operational needs, the efficiencies, your P&L, your financial needs. Talk to me about those things. And then from there, those are the business needs that we can then plug in technology. Maybe there is a better accounting package. Maybe there is a better uh, system that will automate a process or make your employees more efficient. But that's more of a discovery kind of thing, right? Once you got all the foundational technology in place, which every single MSP can kind of do these days, what they can't do is then look at the business seeds and bring in the right technology to serve those needs. 
Yeah, that, that's so powerful. And, and I almost feel like um, it's meeting people or organizations where there are. And it almost feels like um, the way that you approach it, technology becomes a tool. We don't get ruled by technology, which we sometimes feel like we have to, we have to do this piece of software because this is the only software that there is. When you have that kind of, it sounds like business foundation focus, you start to realize and, and figure out what things kind of fit into ultimately reach your business goals. Am, am I right in saying that? Yeah, absolutely. And you hit on another important point that 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 really it's it's, it's a pet peeve that I have with many of my uh, um, competitors out there is I don't care what technology solves the problem, right? I don't care if it's in Microsoft or Google or if it's Zoho. The, the technology itself shouldn't be the thing that we're pushing. And I want you to tell me why you want that specific software. So once you understand the business needs and how the business works, that's when the MSP or the technology service provider will go in and say, you know what, for your particular case, you should be using this. And that's where we should be doing better as a technology industry, not so much serving our margin, but serving the business needs and bringing the right technology to the table to serve those needs. Yeah, then it makes more, more so much sense. So I appreciate you uh, enlightening me and breaking that down because I think so many times you, you want people to, to kind of walk the walk instead of just talk the talk or do a combination yeah. of both. And I think so few people actually walk the walk. So I love that um, you've been able to do that. So would you consider that to be what I like to call your secret sauce? And this could be for yourself individually, the business or a combination of both, uh, but it's essentially what you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique. Do you think it's your ability to, to, to for lack of a better term, sounds like empower your clients and customers so that they can ultimately reach their, their business goals and their, their, their aspirations? Yeah, absolutely. So, so the, the, there's three pieces to our secret sauce. The thing that, that made us change from the traditional uh, managed services model to what we call TSP or technology success partner. The one is that vendor agnostic piece uh, where we are truly vendor agnostic. We're going to look for the vendors that best suit the need of the business, not the vendor that's going to make us the most money because we're increasing our margin. Um, the, the other one is all around um, the other one's all around the technology success partner where we come in, understand business and can actually bring solutions that will make the business more efficient or solve a business problem. The third one that, that is, is really big these days and that a lot of my competitors out there are really not um, able to solve is the technology security piece, right? There is a split within the MSP market where there's now an MSP, which is a managed service provider, and there is an MSSP, a managed security service provider. And those two are actually two separate companies and they'll actually work with each other. So one will contract the other to work as the security arm where now the client has to deal with two separate vendors. That side solves that problem by doing both. So we are both an MSP and an MSSP and we understand security. And we not only understand security where we're pitching all these things to the client, but we're actually doing that stuff ourselves. So we are 100%. It's one of our core values. Security is actually something that is one of our core values. We talk to our uh, employees about it. We live it. I have a Ubico key that, that accesses every single thing that I have. MFA is foundational for everything we do. Um, so we understand security. We understand how it's a layered approach and making sure that we have these different layers within the organization ourselves as well as our clients is really important to making sure that they're secure. 
Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. And and I don't know if you, you know, I appreciate you sharing, you know, each of those aspects of your secret sauce. And so I wanted to switch gears a little bit. And I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. This might be an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? So with, with me, it, it, it's all about preparation. So um, the traditional Monday to Friday that, that doesn't work for me. I, I like to be at least a day before. So I end up starting my week on a Sunday. Um, I prepare on that Sunday where you don't have all the emails, you don't have all the employees bothering you, you, know, you kind of, and, and this is not something that, um, that other CEOs aren't doing. I know a lot of CEOs are doing this stuff. So you start on a Monday and I end up ending on a Saturday. So I'm working seven days a week, but it's not truly work because I do enjoy it. But my hack is actually being ahead and, and after the fact of everything that's happening. I'm always uh, trying to get some sort of list, some sort of thing going, making sure that um, my, my emails are all done, my checklists are all done. Uh, so start early, plan. I like starting my day at least two hours before anybody else does. And I end up ending my day an hour after everybody else does. Uh, but that's my little hack. Appreciate you for um, sharing that. And so I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this is a little bit more of a word of wisdom or a piece of advice. It might be something that you might be packing away in your book um, or something you might tell your younger business self if you were to hop into a time machine. Yeah, it, 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 that's, that's awesome. It is absolutely in my book, but the one piece of nugget is take care of yourself. That, that, that is one of the things that is so overlooked because I see so many very successful people dead at 55, dead at 60 years old or not happy, right? So one of the things that I tell everybody is you have to take care of yourself with nutrition, with working out, with continuous learning, with there's so many different facets, but all those things do such a great service to you being able to access what I coined your true potential. Um, and being able to access your true potential will actually get you to where you want to be faster than if you're trying to just grind all the time and just get all that work done um, by just working, 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 right? So take care of yourself first. Um, and then from there, you can start accessing your true potential. True potential will allow you to do so much more with less time. And then you'll see everything else just kind of start falling into place. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Victor, what does being a CEO mean to you? To me, it's being the number one educator in the in the organization. The one, the, the leader is the one that is able to teach. And I spend a lot of time just teaching everyone else because the, the, the reality of it is if you're doing all the work, you're never going to get anywhere, right? And trying to give work to other people that don't really understand it is not going to get you far either. So what you want to do is be there, um, teach them. Um, get them to a point where they're doing more than you can ever do. And then you just start replicating that and replicating that and replicating that. And before you know it, you have a crew of people that are doing way more than you're able to do by yourself. And that's when you start being successful. Absolutely appreciate that, Victor. Of course, I appreciate your time even more. So what I want to do now was pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get a hold of you, find out about your upcoming book and all the awesome things that you're working on. Yeah, absolutely. So best place to to, to find the, about the company is deskside.com. Um, we're on every single uh, social media platform as Deskside TSP. And again, I want to be a resource for those people, even if it's just to, to kind of have a conversation. My MSP told me X, Y, and Z. Well, that sounds right. That doesn't sound right. 
Um, I'd love to be there for that. Um, but again, uh, deskside.com or LinkedIn is another platform that we use as Deskside TSP is, is where you can find us. Uh, please reach out. Um, be awesome for, for me to help. Yeah, absolutely. And to make it even easier, we'll have the links and information um, in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can follow up with you. Thank you so much for empowering, you know, so many organizations, us today as well. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for having me on the show. Love the show and listening to uh, a bunch of episodes. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Check out the latest and greatest apps, books, and habits to level up your business at ceohacks.co. This has been the I am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.